From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Let's get let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday. They now have a Singo, uh, which is like bingo, but with singing, hosted by mm. very own Ozzy. So super dope. Can't wait to check that out. And Thursday yeah. for regular bingo. And they and go check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They have a, a lot of stuff coming up at the tail end of November. They've got um Black Beer Friday, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, where they're gonna have a bunch of dark beers, one of which I assume is the one we're drinking today, Tale of the yeah, Dragon. Yeah, boy. Uh yeah. It's a dope, dope new uh, porter they have. Uh yeah, uh, the can's amazing, based off the uh Tale of the Dragon here in Tennessee. And you, why don't you tell a little bit yeah. about that? They give you a nice little story, and you know that about me, Bob. I love a good story, something to sell yeah. me on something. Hey, this is uh, – but I, I know some people that go – that Ooh. have gone and, and rode on motorcycles down this. But the Tale of the Dragon is a stretch of U.S. Highway 129 running through Tennessee and into North Carolina. Please be aware – please beware. It's not – it's best not to sightsee while driving the Tale of the Dragon. It's considered one of the most dangerous motorcycling and sports car touring roads in the U.S. With 318 miles, uh, 318 curves in just 11 miles, the attraction is the ride itself. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Bob, I'm just going to drink the beer because um, <laughs> I've never, you know, I've never, I've never found comfort in driving anywhere. I wish I could just teleport places. So much yeah. less uh, driving just to drive. I, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm not for way. me, but the beer is delicious, and I'm not a porter guy. This is a, a oh. porter, and it's yeah. it, it hits this is right one there. of the best porters I've had in a while. Yeah, not not over oh, not overbearing. They usually do a pretty good job with with their with their porters. I usually don't have uh, many that I'm like, I just can't can't have this. Sometimes the sours are a little sour for me, uh, but I'm liking this for sure, man. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna let Ozzy know this is one of the best porters I've had in a very long time. And I hope they keep this because this will be a regular for me. And I love this this beer. Um, today, we're covering all the news inside and outside the league. We have got our Thanksgiving surprises. Um, and just a heads up, we are off next week for Thanksgiving. Um, we got games of the week, as always. Joke of the, uh, joke of the week and much, much more. Um, but how are you this week, dude? How you doing? Um, I'm doing good. Uh uh, did pretty okay in most fantasy. Had some trials and tribulations and and a few others, but uh, I mean, you know, that's that's why we play this great game that is fantasy sports. You know, I mean, it's it's gonna yeah. happen. Had a friggin' blast with uh, with you and all of Stephanie's people and um, at Dave and Buster's on Friday, bro. Yeah, and I went and time. saw Wakanda too. I know we're gonna talk some no spoiler uh, review of it a little later, so I won't go too in detail yeah. on that, but. But man, freaking Dave and Buster's was great. You didn't get kicked out. That was pretty sick of you to not steal any little. Didn't have kids to yell at a manager. Shoes. Didn't have to yell at, at a manager. Uh, 
had a black we dominated blast team uh fire Ooh, team raven yeah like so bad that we were just like look we can't keep giving you our money we've dominated <laughs> it so much so yeah uh got a bunch of uh of ducks from the the crane machine yeah so wow. uh you know that's obviously pretty pretty sick but uh what about you man anything uh anything big i know you've been working a lot lately this is your oh, time yeah it's to, been you know we're, we're, crank we're, we're, we're cranking up so uh yeah i've been working a lot been streaming a little bit and having a good time streaming played some new games um yeah we we meeting our goals in streaming you know it's always fun Excellent. hopefully right as soon as we get back from thanksgiving we can uh you know, get our and our Seattle expansion team, and I actually loaded up the game to see, make sure that it was the right year and everything was working. And I actually, when I the team, my team is built. It's under a different name okay. because when I built it, I couldn't remember the team, I, the team name I picked. So in the mm-hmm. game, it said as the Seattle Rain Pigeons. Mm, that's, uh, not bad. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad score. Oh no, I'm sorry. The, the 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 Rain City Pigeons. The Rain City Pigeons is the name of the Seattle team that I created in there. So I, <laughs> I don't know why I, I picked it. that, but it's not bad. Um, okay. Probably better than the name I actually picked. But uh, yeah, so the Renegades, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, like so we're gonna get that rocking after Thanksgiving. Uh, should be a good time. We'll stream that. We'll put all the info out when we uh, get it figured out. Um, but yeah, let's. Um, Let's do fit check. Uh, what are you rocking? Well, sorry, I was I was burping up that delicious porter brought to you by Mayday Brew. They <laughs> paid for an extra ad slot this week. Uh, um, no, I got the uh, you know I'm, I'm rocking the I'm rocking the Habs, the original, you know, the red, the blue, uh, the Guillaume Latendris, number eighty four. He was a big nice. prospect. The great thing I love about this jersey is. Guillaume Latendris wore number 84. This was the last number in the NHL that was not worn by somebody else previously. So this was the oh. last one. Uh, one through 99 had all been all been acquired and used. Uh, so 84, this was the first guy to ever rock it. Uh, he didn't really pan out, yeah. but uh, but obviously sick. Yeah. Yeah, sick name. I uh, always and wondered, the, and that how come? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna go the the Willie Nelson concert hat, bro. You know, gotta gotta Hell rock yeah. that. So, nice. uh, but but go ahead. I was always I was I always wonder why is basketball the only sport that allows people to wear double zeros? I feel like double zeros in hockey would be dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I know in basketball it's because they you know they call the foul numbers yeah. to the so you can do double zero like that. Um, yeah, but I feel like that doesn't shouldn't limit other sports because they just say no, no. It. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'm not familiar with why. I do know why basketball can. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, no, I I'm not familiar with yeah. the uh, with the, with the thought process of why other sports is like nah, but basketball is like hell yeah, boy, come on over here. I mean, there's not even any rhyme or reason. I mean, I guess like you know, they're two basketball hoops. They're like, look, it's the game. It's the entire game. You know. <laughs> They're like we can't deny, um, can't deny somebody to double zero because that is what we play. So that would be my guess, Bob. Is that the uh, they yeah. saw somebody saw the hoops and they're like, we gotta, we gotta let them. Uh, yeah, uh, nothing special for my fit. Uh, rocking a Hawaiian shirt, ready for my cruise coming up in a little bit. Got the Seattle hat because it was right next to me on my desk before we started recording. Um, but all right, let's let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Patrick Lane 
out three to four weeks. He's on the IR with a sprained ankle. Uh, that's a big loss. He, I mean, kind of, he's, uh, has he picked it up? I haven't looked at his stats recently. Has he picked I it up? I know in the preseason that. he was, he's been pretty he disappointing last season. Um, but either way, that's still a playmaker that at any moment can explode. Um, so yeah. losing him for an extended period of time is not good for this team. Um, but, you know, I hope that he recovers. I'm sure he is. I'm sure this uh, during these three or four weeks, he's going to be killing it on some Fortnite. Um, <laughs> so, you know, hey, that's more power not, to him. Not too hot this season. Um, last season, you know, he he made a little bit of a, a storm back and ended up with 56 points. So uh, not not horrible. So far through this season, he's played eight games, um, two goals, two assists with four points, four PIMs, and uh, a minus four rating right now. So not lighting it up, but to be fair, uh, to be fair, uh, Columbus is the is the bottom of their division at five and nine right now. Um, so it's not like they are lighting it up as a as an entire team anyway. Yeah, you know they're minus twenty two. Uh, on the season, yeah. so not tearing it up, but I mean, it's it's still super unlike the early. Flyers. Unlike the, unlike your Flyers, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, and and they're still <clears throat> they're still kind of getting used to each other as well. They got a, got a lot of a lot of new pieces there, so I, I'm sure that that has a, has a little bit to do with it. But again, you never want to see one of those you know guys that has that skill set to of to break out, uh, you know, be out. And hopefully uh, he's able to get back. But an ankle is always tough. I mean, it really in every sport, uh, ankles are are always questionable on how quickly you're able to yeah. able to get back from them. So, wishing him the best of luck for sure. Yeah. Um, the Sedin twins and Roberto Larongro are just two of the uh, people going into the 2022 Hall of Fame class for the NHL. Uh, Did you they say two. Also, uh, follow. Did you say two. You do know the Sedin twins are separate people. Oh, 2022. I thought you said are two of the people going in. I was like, well, that's three. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, well, I didn't mean people. I meant two of two, like two of the names because the Sedin. Well, that's still three names. That's still yeah. three. But you said the Sedin twins implying the, the multiple names of the twin. Anyway, anyway, I got it. I was just confused. I was like, you do know that it's not his name is not Sedin twins, right? <laughs> these were two individual. <laughs> these were individuals. That would be a dope name for someone to go into the NHL with. <laughs> oh, this is my buddy uh, Sadine Twins. So he's pretty sick. He's probably gonna be probably gonna now, be. He a is Hall also favorite. a twin. He is also. <laughs> that was beside the. That was beside the point. His his brother is Mike Twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, uh, Henrik and uh, Daniel Sedin, uh, Roberto Luongo. Uh, former Ottawa Senators captain Daniel Alfredson, Finnish women's national team player Rikita Salonen, and Herb Carnegie were welcomed to the Hockey Hall of Fame as the class of 2022 on Monday. Uh, so congrats to all of those uh, huge names for the sport. Uh, always, always good to see more people in the Hall of Fame. Um, the World Cup of Hockey has been axed uh, for 2024 by the NHL and NHLPA. Um, I don't have much as to why I'm assuming, uh, well, you know, just they, injury, you know, they don't want to risk injuries and money and all bunch of other stuff. They don't want people, uh, they don't want to lose their pros. Maybe, maybe they don't have somebody running the show like FIFA who will just take blood money from anyone. So yeah. uh, maybe, maybe that, that, you know, that's, an, that, and so with this uh, world cup of hockey, was this a, a, you know, forgive my ignorance. Was this some sort of new, new thing? Uh, it's not been, you know, I, 
Oh, it's been around for a while, right? Yeah, that's what I'm not. I'm uh, not familiar I mean, with. I think there was I mean, there was not... one four years ago. I'm pretty sure in 2020. Okay, so I mean, it, yeah, um, it's, it's every four years. It's yeah, it started in '96. So I mean, I'm not like crazy that it's yeah. not been around for forever, ever. But I've just obviously not been paying attention to it. Uh, I mean, um, it, so there was so it has to do with the uncertainty about the potential for Russia <laughs> to have a team in the World Cup. Um, and because the NHL suspended all business relationships with them, um, uh, but, 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 um, we, have, uh, we don't have a solution for now. Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said in Finland, uh, the games played, uh, it looks like they wouldn't have had enough teams based on Ukraine and Russia not being fielded and, uh, some other, it looks like okay. things. Well, just, uh, you're, they would have had an issue getting the Eastern European teams. This so they just is, decided to cancel. There's it. an obvious answer then. We bring everybody in and we backyard hockey style it, bro. They draft teams and we get an impromptu tournament on obviously oh. wherever they're going to hold it. It was the wrong idea. We want it on a pond, bro. We want it on a legit pond. Yeah. And that's it. Right, backyard hockey with NHL stars—that'd be a, with a gold medal on the line. Bobby, yeah. come on! It would be I'm the dope. talk of it would be the talk of Coach House, bro. They would all be clamoring. <laughs> they would all be clamoring to get a coaching job at the at this event, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. As a fan, I can say this is the greatest thing of the year. There are no more unbeaten teams in the NFL. The Washington Commanders upsetting divisional rival and unbeaten at the time Philadelphia Eagles. It was an absolute amazing game to watch um, as both a sports fan and as a football fan and as a Washington fan specifically. Uh, that was, I mean, Taylor Heineke played well. Washington played well. They have now won four of their last five. They almost beat the Minnesota Vikings last week, who is another probably one of the second best teams is probably the second best team in the league. If only you had, I mean, this Washington team is turning it around. I mean, they are looking good. If only you had, games. if only you had like a buddy that was like super knowledgeable and knew a bunch of stuff that told you this was going to happen. I mean, this is a team that did never looked bad in their losses. They didn't look like a team that, yeah. you know, wasn't able to handle themselves. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're with, with, no Chase Young right now, and him coming back, that's a, a dangerous team. We saw Chase Young pretty much will his team to a playoff spot two years ago. You know, I mean, so uh, the fact that he can come in here and do it with do it with this squad is quite very possible. Yeah, loved it, man. Um, like you like you were saying, it was there was no part or aspect of the game uh, that didn't feel like Washington was dominating it. You know, I mean, it was, uh, yeah. it, it was, it was a, a good sight to sight to be seen. You know, Brian Robinson looked good. Antonio Gibson looked good. And finally the F1 McLaurin himself, it was able to kind of get yeah. unleashed. And, uh, I think he had a buck 20, 120 yards. Um, but yeah, like in all, all, all phases of the game, they looked, uh, they looked good. So yeah, congrats, buddy. Uh, I mean, do Titans, you think, 
do you think this team can sneak into a wild card <clears throat> spot? I mean, sure. They are still sure. last in the division at five and five. They have Dallas in front of the sixteen. Giants are seven and two. They play the Giants. They have not yet played the Giants this year, and they still play them two weeks in a row. Yeah, abs- um, absolutely. They can. I mean, they can sneak in. That's that's not even. I mean, I think if they they question they can beat the Texans and the Falcons the next two weeks. Then they have two weeks against the Giants. I mean, if they even split the games with the Giants, I mean, then they got 49ers, Browns and Cowboys. I 100 percent think it's possible. I I mean, I I don't I don't think that that's a crazy notion at all. I I mean, I don't know that I'm going out and putting money on it. But it might. I mean, if you believe in it right now, you might be able to get some good value. Uh but yeah, that's a that's a team that I, I would worry about, you know, down the stretch for if you're, if you're other teams. Uh, do I think they're a Super Bowl winning team? No, not not a not a chance uh, in my mind. But uh, do I think that they could make a push and be on that outer skirts uh, of a playoff spot? Uh, you bet. You know, Titans Titans got a win. Yeah. Did not look good doing it, but um, but uh, but a good win. Denver's got a solid defense. It's hard to you know turn your nose up at that, but a game where you get 38 yards from Derrick Henry and you're able to get a W you you'll take that, you know, you'll take that nine times out of 10. So, um, yeah, man, NFL's cranking up, uh, uh one of the best games, you know, I, I've seen in a long time in the bills Vikings. Uh, I know you texted me about that game. Wild brother. That was, uh, that was absolutely wild. I yeah. can't believe all that, uh, that went, that transpired in such a quick time. Uh, did you hear Scott Hansen say say the percentage win swings? It went from like ninety percent. Oh, I saw I the saw the thing on ESPN on the percent. Like, that you, like it broke that. It was like it was like within like eighteen seconds, it had gone from like ninety nine to like one to like ninety nine for for each team. It was it was wild. So yeah, yeah. Um, there was a stat. You know, I'm trying to find the exact stat. Uh, as far as it has to do with Justin Jefferson and uh, games with 150 plus receiving yards in a season, I want to say that like they were saying that like he has already more like something like more games in a season with 150 plus passing yards like compared to like Jerry Rice and like I can't remember the exact stat. It was something very impressive for Justin Jefferson as well. I can't find the exact stat uh, when I'm looking it up. I saw it in passing and they were talking about ESPN. Um, but yeah, Justin Jefferson has the- just been going off this season. I mean. It's insane. The, yeah, the per games, the per game stuff is, you know, is, when you beat Jerry Rice, isn't as impressive to me as you know his long term. Oh yeah, record. You know what I'm saying? Like they just didn't pass yeah. the ball that much. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean Justin Jefferson is otherworldly, man. He is. Uh, he, he he's extremely extremely talented. That catch was was yeah. nasty, man. Was nasty. Yeah. Um, he also this past week uh, tied Randy Moss and Lance Alworth, both Hall of Famers, with the most 150 receiving yard games in the first three years of a player's career. If he does it one more time this season, he takes the record to himself. Wow. So that's yeah. a great accomplishment for. I mean, I would say someone that's young, but that stat is specifically for first three years of your career. Right, but right. Still, <laughs> absolutely amazing. To just be t- in the same talk as Randy Moss is insane. Um, but straight all right, cash, straight cash, in. homie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the World Cup is starting. Unfortunately, it's in uh, Qatar. Uh, I, I mean, we'll obviously, we'll be watching it, but we won't be supporting it monetarily. Yeah, you've uh, seen all of. I guess the we'll stuff be watching it. So, watching the ads, I don't know. 
you, you've seen all the Budweiser stuff. I have not. How, like they're the they're the sponsor for the World Cup. They all they have been for a while, so it's not like. But yeah. they're basically like there's only like an hour time frame in which people can drink beer. Like it's like all and like beers are costing like ninety dollars because of like alcohol tax because it's in Qatar. You know, I mean, Jesus. Dude, yeah. it is all the stuff that's going on. It, did you? And then FIFA was having a meeting. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you saw this. FIFA was having a meeting, and some guy comes in. Just he looks like a regular reporter or whatever. He's got a suit on, and he pulls out of his, He pulls out like a couple stacks of cash while they're having this press conference, and goes up to the FIFA guy. Was like, hey, here you go, sir. This is for North Korea World Cup, World Cup 2026. <laughs> it was like, here you go, sir. We that's was like, amazing. that's all you got. Yeah, it's like that's all you gotta do, right? We just—is this not? I think he even said something like, "Is it not enough?" You know, not. <laughs> so it was—it was glorious, and it took security way too long to get out there and get him. He's like good because he kept like turning to the camera, like he's like giving it to him, and he said it in front. Of him. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So that was that was glorious, but uh, yeah, man, I, I posted the. Uh, the group stages uh, on there. It's, I don't know if this is a easy way to, yeah, here we go. Uh, so just looking over it, man, any, uh, any group that, um, you know, you're worried about, you think that the, the U S is going to be able to get out, out of group B. I think that we got a good chance here with uh, England, Iran and um, Wales. I mean, the top, what is it, the top two uh, think, leave the yeah. group stage? Two, two exit the group stage. That's correct. Um, yeah, I think, obviously, I think it goes England, U.S., Wales, maybe. Um, I don't know enough about the Iran uh, a national team. So I think U.S. I, mean, I didn't know you ran a national team. Blow it and, I didn't know you ran a national <laughs> soccer team, buddy. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I do. Yeah, I ran uh, it. <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm looking through here. That that Argentina, think, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland group Group C looks like a uh, could have a little danger in it for sure. Yeah, Spain Group, group e. e. I think yeah. Japan. I think Japan could give Germany a run for their money. Uh, Japan's always that. been kind of sneaky good in. Japan's been pretty sneaky good in the last couple of World Cups. I mean, yeah, but Germany uh, also have been pretty sneaky good <laughs> in the last few yeah. World Cups. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I mean, there's Group no H out- could be interesting. I mean, I think Portugal yeah. and Uruguay have it, but I think that there's a lot know, of I think inter- this is a yeah. pretty. I agree with your assessment. There's a lot of interesting groups. I don't think that there's like one that stands out as like, wow, this group is going to be extremely, extremely difficult for anybody to to get out of. I think there's some, I think most groups have two obvious folks that are going to come out with, uh, you know, that, that second spot kind of being in flux because it's the world cup. Like it's not going to, we're not going to be able to go down through here and pick all two that are, that are going from each group. Yeah. I think honestly, I think the, like the bet, like, I think the U.S. obviously has the hardest time because it's the U.S. and their biggest opponent is themselves. Less, I mean, they should <laughs> beat Iran and Wales, but they could end up zero and four. And would we be really surprised? I well, mean, we start with and we start with England. Um, we start that's the the game on Black Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll play England to start. 
Uh, I think if we can get out of there with the draw, I think that is that is great, great way to kind of set ourselves up for these other these other games. I mean, I agree with you, though. U.S. Yeah. has always kind of been, uh, you know, gotten their own way. So uh, I think that that's a very, very good assessment. Now, who, who's winning it? Uh, maybe we'll go put a little money on our, our, our winning picks. Um, ooh, who's winning it? Um, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to go Brazil. Okay. All right. Let me see where I'm going. Or, I mean, maybe Germany, but I'm. He's tilting. Yeah. He's I mean, tilting. It, also, it really depends on matchup, but I'm going to say at this point, Brazil. I, I think I'm going to go with Germany, man. I think it's hard to, to not go with Germany right now. So, yeah. I mean, at the same time, it's always fun watching the videos when, you know, when England goes to the final is very, very fun. Yeah, fun man. I, England was a, England. England was one in my mind that I was like, maybe England. But then I was like, well, no, we're going to we're going to we're going to deal with England, buddy. OK, <laughs> England's going to have to worry about <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Um, uh, I was just going to pull some lines real quick, see if we can get some odds here. <clears throat> Top three favorites: Brazil at 450, uh, England at 500, and France at 550. Uh, Ooh, France. So, Good. yeah. U.S. national teams at plus 20 foul. I'm not seeing, and you know, and I, I haven't really looked at seeing how the you know teams were. Okay, so Germany's plus a thousand. So that's not not crazy or anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, Brazil, England, France, Argentina, Spain. Germany, Portugal, Belgium, Netherlands, Denmark, Uruguay, and Croatia uh, were the top top group, and that gets us all the way to plus five thousand. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that your uh, Brazil um, call is a good shot. That's a good shot of doing it. Yeah. Uh, one thing we didn't put on the dock: Kyrie Irving released from the Nets after I did his anti-Semitic uh, rant. Yeah, he was released uh, even after he tried to put out this bullshit apology. Um, he, his apology was very much of a "sorry, you got your feelings hurt" kind of thing, uh, and then hey, the Nets released him. So I believe Bo- he is. I believe he's Bobby, a free agent now. And Bobby, I want to say that I support him saying that and his right to say it because I believe in free speech. I also support the Nets dropping him and not having yeah. to deal with his bullshit anymore. I mean, hey, that's yeah. free. That, that's freedom of the that's the freedom of the GM to express himself. Okay. Also, First Amendment, he can express that you're welcome to have your opinions somewhere else and not here. <laughs> so good, good. I'm glad uh, I didn't see that, but um, always, ha- always happy to happy to hear the, the good news for uh for the the teams that want to do stuff like this. Yeah. Um Oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. I think that uh 6 days ago, I want to I want to fact check this real quick. Sure. <sighs> nope. You've... That was I I was mistaken that. Yeah. Okay. So the initial report I saw was from a legit multiple legit reporters. But then when I looked it up right now, it was because it was from it was tweeted out 
by Adrian Wojnarowski, who is a very <laughs> reputable reporter, but it was from a but it was the Twitter fake account tweet. that was being yeah. – was. It, but it was imitating him with a check. It is so lucky we wonder, that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, that's so lucky we'll be talking about. Yeah, he is still suspended. My though. God. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, April Fools gotcha. Hey, look at us though, fact checking, man. We could have very easily just put it out there and just went with yeah. it. Yeah, but we're we're good folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving football games. My favorite holiday. One of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving football. Um. I'm not, I, I care less about the food. I am there to watch some amazing football games. I am super excited. Um, I'm trying to bring up the, uh, the games right now. I believe it's Dallas and Philly. I can get you. I got you. Hold on, I'll just put, uh, I'm going to okay. put a note. Well, all right. They are in the notes now. It is a Bills at Lions is the 1230 game. Giants, okay. at Cowboys, uh, the four thirty game, and then the Patriots the and right Vikings. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Patriots and Vikings might be uh, might be that game of the day. Yeah, I, think that, yeah. uh, I think Giants and Cowboys might disappoint us, and I think I'd love to see Bill yeah. Belichick's defense play against this high, highly potent um, offense that the Vikings have. Um, I'm very excited as well about Thanksgiving football, and I always love our FanDuel weekly Thanksgiving game. That's always super fun for us to do on that on yeah. that shortened shortened schedule with uh, with three games. All right, so what game you're most excited about watching? Patriots and Vikings. Okay, highest scoring game. Mm, Bills at Lions. And lowest scoring game. Giants Cowboys. Okay. You've answered all of my questions the same exact way that I would uh would answer yeah. them. I'm I'm leaning though. I am kind of I I get what you're saying. Obviously the best game, probably Patriots Vikings. I think I'm most excited for the Bills at Lions though, because it's the first game of the day. You know, that's what gets it kicking yeah, kicking true. off. Um, so I think that's where yeah. my excitement lies. Um, and to get to see those True. two yeah. highly potent offenses, I think that if it was a normal game day, I think Patriots Vikings easy money. But I think on Thanksgiving, yeah. because I will have been sitting there for three hours not watching football, and it will finally come on, and then football will be on, and so then I won't have to deal yeah. with no football uh, the rest of the day. Yeah. What What three teams win on Thanksgiving? Do you think? Uh, Bills. Cowboys, Patriots. Ooh, I'm Bills, Giants, Patriots. Bills, Giants, Patriots. I think the Patriots are gonna are gonna win. Gonna go in prepared, ready for that game. Um, okay, all right. So we will see what we're at when we're. It will be a while before we know, and we're able to talk with it with everybody yeah. since uh, <laughs> you're off next week, but. Uh, but maybe we'll tweet it out or something if Twitter doesn't implode. But by the time we, yeah, <laughs> by the time we see these games, <laughs> all right, let's uh, move into our main topic of the day. We are talking Thanksgiving surprises for fan bases in the NHL. We've got a couple here. Um, thanks to Brandon for getting a lot of these. Um, starting off with Eric Carlson is leading the league in even strength points, one of head. Of a little-known guy, uh, pretty good at hockey, Connor McDavid, and another guy who's decent, uh, McKinnon. 
Yeah, I mean that's what a Thanksgiving what a Thanksgiving Day treat for the uh, for the Sharks. I mean they spent a lot of money to bring him in. I mean it was not ideal time that he's really decided to step up his game, but uh, but I think we kind of talked hit on this on the fantasy show last week. What you know you you, you like to see it. For Carlson, he's always seemed like a good guy. You know, there's no reason for me to have any any dislike for him. Um, and he kind of, you know, fell on some hard times after the after that injury. Uh, I think it was a was a foot or ankle injury. We kind of talked about that being hard to come back from. So, so hey, good Thanksgiving Day surprise for the folks there in San Jose. Yeah. Um, Devils ten game win streak as of recording. I mean, 42 goals for 18 goals against. What did I mean? Te- uh, getting stringing together three or four wins is, is super impressive in this league. But 10 game win streak for a team that supposedly was supposed to be in a rebuild is absolutely insane. Good for them. And it shows that honestly, a good rebuild is worth it. Yeah. Jack, Jack Hughes was asked um, how the Devils can be more consistent for 60 minutes. And he said, uh, I mean, we're on a nine game heater, so I guess we're doing OK. <laughs> uh, good answer. That's a super good answer to the question, which is such a stupid question. So can't really yeah. get much more consistent than a nine game win streak unless you get to a 10 game win streak. That's hey, there you go. But yeah, man, they have looked yeah. they've been super impressive. Um, Jasper Brett. I'm sorry, Jesper Bratt. They, he flipped the letters in his name. I think when he was born, he was supposed to be Jasper Brett. And then yeah. the doctor trans, <laughs> transposed some stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jack Hughes being there. Uh, Dougie Hamilton. I'm not sure what his stats are looking like. I would have to imagine he's been a big part of this, right? I mean, we, we have, we've been yeah. big Dougie, Dougie fans on this uh, um, podcast. so. Let's see. Pull him up. Yeah, I mean, 14 points so far this season. So, and uh, seven plus minus seven power play points, 58 shots on goal. Yeah, I would say that's he's having an, uh, having a decent little season there. Yeah, man, Devils gotta be gotta be thankful. Uh, going from uh, like we said, a team that this was kind of what we expected from them last year, or at least kind of what I expected from them last year. Uh. I don't know if you're feeling the same, but you've been touting them uh, the past couple of weeks on the yeah. fantasy fantasy show. So it uh, looks like it's been a good call from you, man. I mean, they, they're really killing it. <laughs> John Tortorella with the Flyers. Not a big fan of John Tortorella. And I am a big fan, kind of, of the Flyers doing well uh, with that with that bet I have. Um, personally, bet aside, long term not bet. a fan of the Flyers, but, you know, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. It's got, it's got to be, I mean, as a, as a team that, you know, nobody really expected a whole lot from this year, uh, doing well, seven, six, and one, you know, they started stronger. They've kind of dropped a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, if I'm a fan right now, I'm thankful for, uh, for him kind of bringing it together. So yeah, that's where, that's where I'm going to go. And then finally, uh, something you've been really looking forward to Vegas. Uh, Eichel seems to be working out there, right? I mean, just got a, uh, I think you told me you got a hat trick at Buffalo. Um, They're sitting at 13 and three right now. If I'm remembering correctly. Uh, No, I'm sorry. 13 and four. Uh, 
looking hot right now, man. I mean, they've got to be thankful to kind of come out of that, that funk that they had last year for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, they have really turned things around. They had, I mean, just the other day, Jack Eichel getting a hat trick in his first return back to Buffalo is just, I mean, you love to see it for that kid. Uh, you know, the way he was treating Buffalo and all the craziness going around his, uh, his trade. Um, that's just, you know, icing on the cake. Um, but yeah, so there is our Thanksgiving surprises for us, the fan bases. Uh, so let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All righty. Uh, score update. It is. I am 15 and 10. Bond is 13 and 12. Uh, last week was pretty decent. I don't have the numbers in front of us. What was our uh, yeah. uh, profit or loss of last week? Um, we, I start, you started when you got your $5, you started at 2214. You are at 2142. So we lost a little bit. We, uh, ultimately started, we're, we're $25 in as of, as of, uh, last week. I, uh, I started at 2159. I'm down to 1966. So next week you will start with $26 and 42 cents. Uh, I will start with $24.66 will be our starting place. We did not have a good week win-loss-wise. Both of us went 2 and 3. That brings your record to 15 and 10, and mine is at 13 and 12. So kind of still keeping pace right there with each other. Um, You know, kind of of guessing around on our – on our picks now, it's uh, make, making it making it difficult with the with the gambling. It's almost like you're gonna have to choose one <laughs> or the other at some point, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll start us off on Thursday. I've got Dallas going into Florida. I've actually got two Florida games this week. Um. But I got Dallas at Florida, and I'm gonna take the home team Panthers against a Dallas team that's been kind of very inconsistent. Um. And I'm gonna take the puck line off Florida. Ooh! Wow. Okay, going 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 heavy early. Uh, I got Thursday game is Rangers playing the Kraken. It's the seventeenth, uh, which is like I said Thursday at nine p.m. Uh, both teams, oddly enough, have a the same record as of recording. Both eight and six. I am going to go with the away team here. The Kraken have looked very good. The Rangers have not looked great lately. Uh, I think they turn it around here. Um, so I'm going to go with the the value with uh, the Rangers there. Try to win back a little of that cheddar. Nice. Um. All right. Uh. At noon. It's actually on me. No. No. Friday. Nope. nope oh, okay. It's me because oh. you don't have a Friday. Remember. That's right. There's only right, one Friday right. game, so it's actually me again. Yep. There's only one Friday game. Um, Kings are playing at the Canucks. This is the 18th Friday at 9 p.m. I am. I'm going to go with the Kings, and I am going to go with the puck line. I think. Uh, I think the Kings are the superior opponent. I think I'm going to get some good value with them being away, um, and hoping, hoping, hoping I can get minus one and a half for the uh, for the Kings here. Nice. Um, you are up twice. 
So uh, moving on to Saturday, I've got two games on Saturday. I got one at noon. I've got New Jersey going into Ottawa. I think New Jersey keeps this heater going. Uh, don't know if I think by then they might have played a couple of the games. So I don't know if they're going to be at 11, 12 games win streak. They might drop one, but I think they go into Ottawa and get the job done. I'm taking New Jersey uh, puck line. Okay. Uh, and then I actually got have the next Saturday game. Uh, I have the Flames playing the Panthers, 11-19, Saturday at 3 p.m. This is tough. I mean, this is a game where we had the had the big trade. Going with the home team, though, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't. I want to go puck line, but I, I think I'm going to just steer clear and just try to get a, a W here. Um, yeah. Since it should be a good, pretty much even matchup. Yeah. Um. I got my second game on Saturday. It's going to be at 6 p.m. I've got Buffalo going into Toronto. I, I'm going to take the value. I'm not going to take the puck line, even though I feel like I should, but I'm just going to take Buffalo money line to, get, to hopefully get some plus odds on that. Okay. Pins playing the Blackhawks. The Pins have not been hot. Uh, again, another matchup where it traditionally would be two hot hands, and these are two teams that are pretty even-paced uh, as far as record goes. I really want to. I'm going to take the Pins. I don't. I, I was. I want to take the puck line. Uh, kind of a kind of similar thought process as you were having. I don't want to risk it right now. I think that uh, I can still get some positive money uh, from a regressing Penguins team. Nice. <clears throat> All right. Um. Let's see. We've got on now on Sunday at 5 p.m. I've got another Florida King that makes three Panthers games for us. But, uh, you know, it is what it is this week. I've got Florida going into Columbus. And, you know, I want to I don't like that we're picking Florida to win three times this week. But I think they go in and get the job done easily against Columbus. I'm going to take Panthers money line again. Or one I'm sorry, of us puck is going to be wrong. Line. One of us is going to be wrong, or two of us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, yeah. that's. I think. I think it's probably best to not try to because we're assuming that the other one's going to be right when they may not be right. You know, they're not going to. Yeah. So one of us will be wrong. Uh, another Devils game, though. I guess if you got the hot hand with us, you're going to get picked. Uh, <laughs> Oilers playing the Devils on Monday, the 21st at 6 p.m. Oh, man. I mean, I mean, uh, according to you, we're going to be sitting at like a 13 game <laughs> win streak <laughs> at this point. Um, <clears throat> I. Again, can't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with the with the hot hand. I'm gonna go with the Devils as well. No puck line though. Only one puck uh, line my, this week. Yep, yep. Uh, what's your last? Oh, that was your last. Uh, my last game yes. of the week. I've got Vegas uh, going uh, north to Vancouver. Um, again, I'm going with a road team here. I'm gonna take uh, Vegas, and uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and take puck line on that as well. B- big week. Big week. Ooh. Puck line. Gonna go big this week. Okay. Okay. Hey, I don't. I don't hate. A, I don't hate a lot of those picks. I think I'm. I think I'm going more safe with my picks for sure. Yeah. So, not a lot of money to be made, but hopefully, I can. Uh, I can gain a little back by picking picking correctly. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. See, I don't like this. I don't. 
wild. I think the, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Twitter. We talked about it earlier. Elon Musk has um, ooh, uh, dropped the ball. So, uh, <laughs> many professionals agree, and so do I. Uh, this, you know, ever since his I love acquisition that, of Twitter. Real quick, I'm sorry. I love that. Many professionals agree, and so do I. <laughs> I mean, you just really <laughs> shot yourself in the foot there. <laughs> I agree uh, that we're not professionals, but usually we don't just say it out for everybody. <laughs> Um, Elon Musk um, has really dropped the ball on this Twitter acquisition between A, trying to back out of it and getting sued, then once he did get in here, just being, just going in there, firing everyone, thinking that he was doing the right thing, and then trying to get people to pay for verification, which by the very, like, counteracts the very notion of of verified being verified on Twitter. Somebody, well, not only, not only charging for it. But having full, like negotiating, like this, the eight dollars. You want to know where that came from? I don't know if you saw that. It was Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King was like, "I'm not obviously, I obviously a a best selling author who makes hundreds of millions of dollars for writing things." Yeah, I'm Twitter's product. Why would I pay to give them free writing? And so he was like, oh, you wouldn't pay 20. Well, how about eight then? <laughs> like, are you a billionaire? Stephen King never are then said bi- yes. Are you a billionaire negotiating on Twitter? It's just so absolutely mind blowing. And I don't, and it, it reminds me so much of Gavin Belson, dude, from Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, man. Like, <laughs> I just am getting like so many. It has been he's 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 fired people on Twitter. He's had arguments with yeah. people with his co with his employees on Twitter. He's talking about uh he sent out a message today saying you got you're gonna, you're gonna have long working hours and Twitter two point and you know, if you don't agree to this, then you're gonna get three months severance. He is he has absolutely lost it. Now what I'm also thinking, yeah, is this a lose forty four billion speed run? Because that could be, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to lose $44 billion quicker than anybody in the history of anything. And and we talked about it the other day, the, the, the pay for verification thing backfired so quick and in such a way that everyone saw, but Elon Musk coming, that it was so insane. Um, within like the first day, someone, uh, with a, who paid for verification, Eli pretended to be a huge yeah, pretended to be Eli Lilly, a huge pharmaceutical, and tweeted out that they were giving away um, uh, insulin for free. Within minutes, they're stu- they lost like forty four billion in market uh, cap. Lock- market Lockheed like Lockheed Martin uh, had a fake, and they came out and said, uh, "We will no longer be selling weapons to China." Saudi Arabia, yeah. Iran, and the United States due to human rights abuses. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should have known it was fake just from the United States one. But I yeah. saw this. I saw somebody saying, you know what my favorite part about all of this has been? Has been that big companies have to come out now and say, I am so sorry. This is not 
what we stand for. We do not, uh, uh, we do not agree that people should have clean, access to clean water and insulin. Okay. <laughs> like that's yeah. not, this is not who we are. Like the total. The yeah. Total that Eli Lilly one, uh, they were, there was a parody parodying their apology. And yeah. so within seconds, there was another parody that said, uh, we want to apologize for the miscommunication. Insulin will, uh, we've decided to drop the price of insulin from like $600 to like $550 yeah. as an apology for this <laughs> confusion. <laughs> well, and see, you got, got, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie yeah. Irving off the team. I mean, dude, it's been so ridiculous. And th- that's what they're showing. I mean, people were showing them like, look, if anybody can buy it, then it's nothing. I mean, it's just uh, it's just yeah. a blue check mark. My another good another good point to this. We don't even, the bit, thing is we could not pull in enough articles to talk about everything that's happened. One guy threw out there uh, a former employee or something threw out there that Twitter has a lot of bloatware on things that oh yes are not needed. I saw this, yeah, and yeah. so and so after stealing old boy after firing him and stealing old boy's idea. He comes on and is like, we're going to get rid of all this stuff. Twitter only needs 20%. It got rid of, it got it. Rid of the two-factor authorization for Twitter. <laughs> but no, so it no, didn't get, nobody it didn't log get in. rid of it. But it didn't get rid of two-factor authentication. It just got rid of the texting. It's just, just the people were able to respond. <laughs> Send yeah. It back. So your account is safe. Don't worry. Nobody is getting into it. Yeah. Even <laughs> but also you. you. But also you are not getting into it. Just all of these things. It's just... Yeah, he just, it's almost as if he's not a genius. He's just a trust fund baby uh, from, an, from, a, from an emerald mine. He's just a guy that bought stuff from people who yeah. didn't know how to do it. Like I don't, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm not. I've never been like an Elon Musk fanboy, but early in the years of SpaceX and when he's kind of coming to the forefront, I thought he was a cool guy. Like Tesla's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At like, first, I'm I was like, okay, this guy's he's trying to advance humanity. But now it's very clear this dude's a he idiot just does who just has yeah. too much money. Exactly. I- exactly. I mean, can you He's imagine? He's not an engineer. Bobby? He's can not you, smart. Can, can you imagine, Bobby? You are able to acquire. You're able to gather up people and gather up stuff. And they're like, yeah, dude, we're going to write you this $44 billion check. Can you imagine ever wanting that to then go and tweet at a new office? I, I mean, <laughs> I have $44 billion money, bro. Like, I am. I'm I'm freaking clubbing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to like islands. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing billionaire stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting another job. Like what are you doing? You're a CEO of two companies. You just took another job after spending. Uh, it's just it, it. The mind. I just can't comprehend that level of yeah. of of disconnect from yeah. reality. It's, it's you know? and you know. When you compare him to other rich people, like actual rich people, for example, t- compare him to Richard Branson. Richard Branson does being rich the right way. Dude, he I just know. goes out there. He bought an and, airline. I mean, <laughs> like he bought an airline just, and he's just islands. doing his own thing. Yeah, I mean, now, I have no him. idea if Richard Branson is is a bad person or or if the, if he's been canceled at all. I'm just he. Uh, I'll tell you this the right other guy. What's the I don't like to get into I don't like to get into, you know, too 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 many politicky things here, Bobby. But I can go ahead and tell you. It is hard, almost the most impossible thing on earth to be a billionaire and not be a bad person because there is no yeah. way that your oh, wealth is yeah. your wealth is not built on the backs of of everybody. You know, you, oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I meant like so, I want to make sure I don't know if he went out there. Like I don't know if he's like 
like he doesn't hate Jewish people or something. Yeah, he doesn't hate like Jewish people or something. You know, like what we would consider like a normal relative person to, you know, somebody. If we didn't include all of his exploitation of every human in the history that he's run across, he could probably. He seems like a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy you could have a beer. You could have a beer with. You know. (laughs) God, that reminds me. I know we're going a little off topic here. That reminds me so much. I was watching this stand-up uh clip and it was this irish guy and he was talking about how he came to america and he's like he was born and raised in ireland and he came to america like for to visit and people like other white people were like telling him that he should like like that he should have like white guilt and stuff that and he's like wait why he's like like oh well you know white people you know for centuries enslaved he's like whoa 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 (laughs) i'm irish we spent centuries guess what we planted potatoes and we picked them ourselves. We didn't go to a country and bring people to pick our potatoes. We did all. We did not use slavery. The Irish did are not part of you yeah, guys. English, Do not compare me to you. <laughs> the English and the the English, uh, you know, they're whatever the you know imperial the imperialism that they the United imparted. Kingdom? Yeah. yeah, United Kingdom, I mean, you know, but I was looking for the their dynasty or whatever. Yeah, the British yeah, the British Empire. Empire, Empire was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um uh they, I mean, they got rid of slavery pretty quick. I mean, slavery in the terms of yeah. they didn't they didn't have just slay, you know, like they yeah, treated, they still colonized they treated, and they were still bad they, people. <laughs> they treated people poorly in different ways. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're not British Empire stands. They Please ex- don't take that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, expo- <laughs> they, the exploitation was always there. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. Yeah. But they always have been able to turn their nose up at us for for that for all you know. So um, uh, yeah, but Elon Musk, what an absolute what an absolute joke. Uh, it's the it is now comedy. That was my favorite. Comedy is now legal on Twitter, except for if you were making fun and had Elon Musk as your name, and then it was not legal. That was not legal. Yeah. It. So you're a joke. Uh, yeah. Um, we're moving into pop culture. Last week we saw Wakanda Forever in theaters on release day. It was, despite the chairs not being nearly as good as AMC, we've been spoiled by AMC. <sighs> we were tricked. Yeah. We were tricked yeah, by um, Regal. It was an absolutely amazing movie. Um, almost as good as uh, uh, Love and Thunder. Um, but it's yeah. a different. It's it's it it's like comparing apples and trees. It's two different things. Um, one was very, one, you know, Love and Thunder was fun. It was a good time. This was a serious movie. Um, and it was well done. The, the soundtrack, the cinematography, the acting, the plot line, all absolutely amazing. Well, and I think we can 100 something we talked about beforehand. Something we 100% I think can agree on is they did a perfect tribute to Chad- Chadwick Boseman. They didn't give us any, yes. they didn't give us any CGI fake CGI like or him coming back and saying anything. It was absolutely the best way to do it. They did it right at the beginning of the movie, and they kind of did some, you know, stuff towards the end as well. But right at the beginning, to where it kind of catches you off guard, but then it gets you into the story. Yeah. It's not dra- It wasn't dragging too long to say black panthers dead and i thought that that was well done uh you know i thought that yeah that they handled it so perfectly uh and then they did the you know the quiet scene where nothing was happening and they had all of the 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 bozeman black panther pictures coming up 
it was sick. It, it was so well done in, in yeah. that regard. It gave me goosebumps. The, the, uh, you know, the, the MCU like, uh, intro panel. Um, yeah. and you know, again, this is no spoilers, but where for a second, I thought they were going to fuck it up and have a CGI. And there, you know, there was another cameo. We're not going to say who but I thought at first that it was going to be him. Me too. And me I was too. so happy with not that it wasn't him, but who it was. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And they, and they did that. Well, uh, Namor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I kind of like how they switched the, his, his, how his, the origin of his name. Uh, because I yeah. think that the originally it was just Roman spelled backwards and it was like a cool name yeah. from the writer or something. Is that correct? Um, something so the way like they that, did yeah. that. And then, I mean, we can't, let's not deny our favorite CIA agent in the world, Martin Freeman. Why does he absolutely kill it? He is so, he's so awesome. Yeah, man. And what did we get, Bob? We got more Wakanda, dude. We got more Wakanda. Yeah. I, um, I was I was a, a big fan. I agree with you. It's so hard to talk about it. No spoilers. So I think we should probably just tell everybody to go see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go see it. And then we'll eventually we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Um, let's move into what's not snapping our sticks. Hmm. Thanksgiving edition. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Reverse. All right, so it is our pretty much our Thanksgiving episode. We're off next week. Uh, so instead of this week, we'd like to take a minute to uh, say what doesn't have our sticks, what, what we're thankful for. Um, and for me, as a sports fan, uh, it's Alabama not being in the college football picture as of right now, and that's it, it's good. It feels good. Let's just hope Ooh, it stays that way. Yeah, I love that too. Uh, so I will take my time before I go into my my not snapping my stick this week and give you my annual. It's the only time you'll hear it at all this year, Bobby. <laughs> this is my thankfulness for you and uh, all of the work you do for the podcast, the editing, the uh, putting up with me. That's probably the main. You know, source of your issues and problem. But seriously, man, thank you. I am thankful for you. I will not tell you again until next year. So just uh, lock Look that one in it, if you want. <laughs> uh, but then me, not a not a ton of travel this year, and not I'm not talking about you. You're going on a on, on a vacation. That's different. Uh, I mean, not having to travel, you know, across the state just to go and eat food. Yeah, you know, that's always nice. Yeah. I got one little one little yeah. trip. Uh so that so that's good. That's that's something I'm thankful for. But. Um, I think that we should both be thankful for our wives, right? Them putting up with yes, us and letting us so. and letting us yeah. spend a, a few hours a week hanging out with each other and talking bullshit and getting drunk in the in the middle of the week because we get to say no, no, it's for the podcast. We just we yeah. gamed we've gamed our wives completely. We're like, no, we have to drink on a Tuesday, okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Well, it's contractually obligated, Megan, Stephanie. Yeah. Okay, so hey, so thanks to you guys uh, as well as as you, Bob, and Mayday and uh, Standing Stone Farms. Can't forget uh, yeah. to give them Thank give them to, to a shout out. Yeah, that's but, it. All right, guys, that wraps up this week's episode. Everyone have an amazing American Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy some food. Um, enjoy football. Have Just a pie. great two weeks, and we'll see you all again next time. We'll see you all again next time. <laughs> Peace.
Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 